0: Welcome to TCC Alive, a podcast of Toleric Community Church. Howdy. Howdy. <laughs> well, I guess my mic is on. <laughs> That's what we're talking about today. Multiplication. Absolutely. This is part of the Discipleship Essentials packet of messages Uh, And we're all about multiplication. You see, the end of Matthew, what Jesus said to us, to us all, not just to his disciples. Some think that Jesus was just talking to the 12 or the 70 or the 120 or the 500 that were with him many, many times through through his career as Lord and Savior on earth for us, but... No, it's absolutely for everybody. That's why we have the scriptures today. You know, multiplication is what we're about. Otherwise, what we're doing simply serves ourselves. Isn't that true? If we're not reaching out, if we're not willing to say the gospel, it's very simple in its core. I love Jesus because he has saved my life unto eternity. Wouldn't you like to have that assurance too? Just words like that can open up a conversation wherein you can share the things you understand from Scripture concerning salvation and forgiveness and mercy and grace into all of those things. Fantastic. And this is the church. This is the outfit right here that should understand multiplication because you're doing it outside of these walls, mostly, mostly I would like to say is outside of our individual selves through church planting. Many of you support church planting with prayer and, and finances and, and, and some of you even sit on uh, the church plant team and And you know some of the church planters, some of you have even gone to some of the church plants. How marvelous that is. But how about at the end of time when we have to give a reckoning of our lives? And you know we will. It's right there in Scripture. What if we said, well, I helped others do that. And that was all you had to say. That might be disappointing. It might be disappointing to you, and it might be disappointing to our Lord who has sent us. So let us concentrate. Let us pay attention. Let us be about the Word of God in our lives in everything we do. It's okay to have many different aspects of our lives. But it's not okay to let Jesus into all of them in every way. Pastor Daniel gave me this assignment for multiplication. Uh, He gave me the starfish. You see the netting and the starfish here and all that. He gave me the starfish as our illustration this morning. Starfish, you know, if... uh, Uh, they lose one of their arms or a bit of an arm, they can grow it back. They can multiply personally in that way. But there's a type of starfish, and this ain't it, there's a type of starfish that if you break off an arm... Not only does the original starfish grow the arm back, but the arm grows a completely new starfish. Isn't that fantastic? That's the kind of growth, that's the kind of multiplication that we're after. So think and remember about the starfish. We're about multiplying, we're not about adding so much, although sometimes that's all we can do, but we're about multiplying People into the kingdom of Jesus Christ on earth. His body, fantastic. You know, today is also Valentine's Day. So it falls to me as well to mix a little bit of Valentine's Day in with multiplication. Are you ready to see how I would do that? I know I am. How do we multiply love? Because that's what it is, brothers and sisters. It's love for one another. How could we possibly say we love others if we don't care about the end of their lives? Think about that for a minute. What if we just didn't care if anybody else made it to heaven? How would our hearts be? Is that the heart of Jesus Christ's Is that the heart that's a follower of the Savior of the world who is concerned for everybody, everyone individually? No, we need to get it going if we haven't got that right now. We need to care specifically about each and everyone in this building and then each and everyone outside of this building. Love them. Love them so deeply that we care about their lives and really, really care. When when we think of Valentine's Day, what do we think about? We think about loving and giving. I, I know that Valentine's Day is not super happy for everyone and There are difficulties in relationships. There's losses in families and friends and those kinds of things. But today, let's think about the Valentines where we are in love with our sweetheart. Like we're supposed to be in love with one another. We have that kind of special bond. You know, we should spend time. Don't you want to spend time with your sweetheart? I know I do. That's my sweetheart right over there. Hey, sweetheart. <laughs> when you spend time, you share things. It's so cool. You know, you get, you, you get to share the good things, and then you get to help one another through the hard things and all of that. That's what we could do. We could do that not only for one another in this congregation, but for our community. We could go out there and we could spend some time with the community, learn what the community needs, learn its values and things and, and help them to see our values. Sharing in that way by spending time. If you just go from this place Having heard a fantastic sermon, and then you go out to your home or your business or something like that, and you forget about the world. Well, what? Again, that's not like Jesus. We should be willing to spend time in our world. You know, in seminary, most of the time they taught us, well, you know, you got, and this was back. You know, in the late 70s, early 80s, for me, uh, they said, uh, well, don't go to any bars. Stay away from, you know, the gangs and all of that kind of stuff. We didn't have that much gang. There was only three of them in the United States. <laughs> don't go to places that are rough and all of that kind of stuff. But I had an old professor who came into our class one day, he was like, Professor Emeritus. And he says, that's hogwash. That's hogwash that you're being taught. He says, go there. Take the word of God. Take the love of Jesus. Now, that assumes you've got the love of Jesus to take along, but go there with the love of Jesus. Spend time with those folks, and the Holy Spirit of God will change things. And you can be part of that. How special. We give gifts between our sweethearts. Now, I don't want to call you guys out. Hopefully you got a little something. Flowers, candy. I got Linda a little something. This is Linda's gift for Valentine's Day. So I'm showing you guys up big right now. (laughs) I love you, sweetie. (laughs) Now I know what you're saying. What's he going to do in the second service? Is he going to take... Is he going to take that back and give it to her again? (laughs) No, they're just out of luck. We could give gifts. Now, we've done that. We've given gifts to this community, but we could think of ways. I don't know. Maybe we need another, uh, 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 another meeting. Maybe we need another committee or something to figure out how we can give into our community, give stuff, maybe even give some finances, do something that is giving because we love them so much. That's the way many of us, that's how I show love. I very rarely do the dishes. I show my love by giving her some. She says, won't you do the dishes? I say, here, take this. (laughs) We show our love in giving, do we not? And so we ought to be givers. We ought to be so recognized by the community of and Viselia that whenever anybody talks about a generous to the community, now we're very generous with one another. Praise God. The ministries of this church have been outstandingly, generously Supported by you. Thank you. Praise God. But what about the community? We already love Jesus. Maybe we could get some gifts together that cause other people to love Jesus in the name of Teleric Community Church would be synonymous with giving and generosity in the community. Now, there's a thing that my sweetheart does for me on a regular basis. And that's clean. Linda cleans our house all the time. Constantly. <laughs> we have the cleanest house. <laughs> Remember Pastor Daniel was talking about the difference between entertainment and hospitality. Well, we don't have hospitality. We entertain. If you drop something, you've got to pick it up. No, we just have clean. Remember, it wasn't that many years ago that we cleaned up some areas of Tulare. I remember it now. I went on the work group that went out towards the Heritage Center out there, and we cleaned up a center divide of the road. And remember, Jr. brought this huge feeder kind of thing that just spewed bark out of it. And we filled up that center divide. And we were raking and shoveling and doing all that. It was marvelous. And the community leaders said, thank you, that's what we need. But then we didn't do much after that. That was fantastic. What if we did that kind of thing all the time? What would that do to the idea and notion of multiplication from Tulare Community Church? What if we had a group of people that say, well, They couldn't or didn't want to give money. uh, 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 What if they had some people that didn't have things or possessions or stuff like that that they wanted to turn loose of, but would be able to get together to clean the community from time to time? That'd be fantastic. We've got the resources, we've got the folks. Praise God, that would cause the word of Christ. If we did it in the name of Jesus, it's, it's something... Can I talk? Can we share? Can we talk? When I came here, when Linda and I came here first in about 2001, we noticed something. We noticed a loving, caring, believing, trusting church that was kind of worried that people knew that. <clears throat> didn't want to ma- uh, uh, market, didn't want to talk about their faith and their blessings and all of that kind of stuff. we got to get over that. we got to tell people that what we do, we do in the name of Jesus Christ because we love one another and we love being together and we love being out in the community. we got to generate that love for the community and all of that. And do it in the name of Jesus. Say, that's why we do it. Get an opportunity to speak. Ever Anybody puts a microphone in your face or you've got a group of men or women around you or something like that, use the name of Jesus. Linda cooks for me. This will embarrass this Dickens out of her. But she's like, she's like this gourmet thing. Uh, it's, a, it's a wonder I can keep my girlish figure. <laughs> good tasting food. She is so good. And I'm so... Thank you. Very much. Thank you for all the food. We have started these once a month... Uh, community church meetings where we have food—that's great. We and and we used to remember we used to uh, uh, have uh, trunk or treats. The community would come in. What was the community looking for? They were looking for the hot dogs and the steak sandwiches and all of that kind of stuff and the candy. It's special. It's very special. What if what if we were to do something like that again? And and maybe do it on a regular basis. That's just another aspect of our sweethearts, which by now I hope you understand that I'm talking about the sweethearts that are outside of this church. The ones Jesus loves. The ones Jesus died for, paid the ultimate price, and loves to this day and wants to bless them through us. These are the ones I'm talking about. I'm talking about multiplication. We need to mend. My sweetheart is a uh, bachelor, uh, home economics major, and she can sew just about anything. You know, she used to sew dresses. She sewed our curtains in our new, our our first house, and all of that kind of stuff. But she's very good at mending me. She's very good at mending hurts and problems. We need to go out into the community and mend, brothers and sisters. There's brokenness. There's brokenness right here in Tulare Community Church. We need to be menders. Using the gospel of Christ and the good words of the Bible, the power and the authority of Jesus. Jesus Christ, the the gatherer. It's what we look for primarily in church planters is can they gather people? Well, nobody gathers people like Jesus. We need to be gatherers and menders, cooks and givers, We need to be lovers. And there's one thing that Linda asked of me right from the very beginning, and that was for me to be truthful. We met on a lie. She was in college and I was in high school, and I told her I was in college. She found out and told me she never wanted to see me again. But I persisted. Anyway, that's another story. (laughs) Since that time, I have worked very hard to be truthful. We need to be truthful with our beloved. The beloved here and the beloved out there, we need to be truthful about the Word of God, the message of the Scriptures. We need to be truthful about good and evil. We need to be truthful about the things that matter in eternity. Need to be truthful with one another, and that means sometimes, sometimes, sometimes we need to call one another out. Yes, indeedy. I hope you would do that for me. If you see me going down a wrong trail, I don't want to. It's my human side, so turn me around. I will oh I will only be grateful and thank you. And I hope you have that heart in you. And I hope you're willing to tell the truth about Jesus' love. That's multiplication. I think that's enough. Let's take that into our hearts and minds, and let's change the way we think, and let's be Jesus' disciples on earth, doing the things on earth that he did in the way in which he did them. Let's pray. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for this day. Thank you for calling us to be your multipliers, the ones that you will use to grow the kingdom of God on earth. and and to establish the church here, there, and everywhere, and to grow deeply in our understanding of Jesus Christ, to learn more of the Bible, to put more of it into practice in our lives, to be lovers and givers, to be the whole world's valentine, and all that that portrays from Jesus. We ask you to bless us,